0: Everybody that loves the Lord, say amen. Amen. Take your Bibles and find one of the little prophets, Brother Micah. Find Micah in the second chapter. Hadn't the Lord been good to us? Lord, thank you for Calvary. Thank you, Lord, for Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Lord, thank you for loving us. We were unlovable. Oh, God, lay thy hand heavy upon the camp meeting, Lord. Lord, we set this week aside. You set it aside for your glory. Help us in Christ's name. And all of the Lord's people say it. Amen. Thank the Lord. Hadn't he just been so good to us? Yes. Thank the Lord.
1: Micah and the second
0: chapter. I thought I was developing a bass voice there. Micah and the second chapter. Bless the Lord. Amen. I'm so glad, Brother Josh and Sister Amber and Adams have. I've been trying to get them out here, and the Lord has worked it out. And I, not just because I've I tried it, but I, well, I've been wanting them to come out here and, and be with you, pastors. I think I've counted at least seven pastors, and I know there's ten or eleven preachers. But. Uh, <clears throat> Good to see the men of God that are here tonight. What a blessing. And uh Josh Adams is he married the preacher's daughter. And he was the deacon's son. Great church in Louisiana. They come from sanctified people and they come from they come from old time religion. It's refreshing, isn't it, to get a good clear cold drink of water. Nothing fake or convoluted. Nothing from your silly formal camps and nothing from your silly emotional camps. It's called church. Bless the Lord for it. Thank the Lord. Rob and Amanda stand up for a second. It's good to see our missionaries to England with world harvest. And we got to go to England Earlier this year, me and my whole family, it was so special. And it brought a revival to me. We've got all week to talk about it, and one day I will. Um, but what it, what England, it brought a revival to me. It's, I'm 50 this year. And it did, that's the land of our heritage. If the church started in Jerusalem, it restarted in England flesh word, the word was made flesh in Jerusalem, the word was made scripture in England, and thank the Lord. I hope you pastors can get around to helping them. I wish you'd take them on for support. I've known a man that's I know this is not a missions conference preacher, but I've known her since she's a little teenage girl in my brother's church. We've known Rob several years after he came in the picture and swooped. Well, she actually swooped him off his feet. But we call him British Bob, where I'm from. But uh, thank you, guys. we got an old British pastor over there, been at it for decades. He's uh, been wrestling with cancer for two or three years, something like that. And it's, it's about to take him down. And he's got... Uh, well, we were in three churches, and uh, brother Rob's got to get his support. There's three churches waiting, on him. and if brother Pavitt goes on to heaven, and brother Rob's not there, they'll probably—I don't—they'll probably dissolve. I, I hope, hope not, but it's probably going to happen. So let's pray for that. What a blessing, Are y'all! I- I've done all that talking so y'all can find Micah. <laughs> got it, Greg? Okay. Micah in the second chapter. It's the Lord to help us. So good to see our friends. We've been coming out here a while. Anyway, I'll try to quit talking. I'm feeling good. In the second chapter of Micah. By the way, this is free. I just seen this. Well, I've seen it before, but I just seen it again. What about that? Look in chapter 1, verse 10. What about. What they sang a while ago. I don't know what they're doing out there in the world, but I, I know what they're doing at Calvary. Yes. <laughs> Look at 110. This is not my message, but if you live down there in Gath where the giants come from, they ain't never heard this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They ain't heard this at Gath. <laughs> oh, Lord. Sure, I'm glad I'm in the Lord's family, ain't you? But I'm not down there with the heathen and the pagans. They ain't heard this at Gath. There was darkness in that Egypt camp, but there was light in that Israel camp. Bless the Lord. If the Lord will help me for a little while, I'm going to preach out of Micah two. If the Lord will help us. Now I'm in Micah chapter two. Verse 1. Woe to them that devise a naked and work evil upon their beds. When the morning is light, they practice it because it is in the power of their hand. And they covet fields. Now, verse 2 is going to be my text. What the enemy's after. What the enemy is after. And they covet fields and take them by violence. And houses. And take them away. Here we go. So they oppress a man. Any of you men of God been feeling the satanic oppression ramped up about ten times? I'm serious. Brother Kelly, I don't know, but the last two years, there's a chaotic, powerful, demonic erratic spirit I'm feeling the last 18 months can't explain it don't want to understand it sure. it's in the air we're right at the second coming yeah. Yeah. You're right. the devil rageth Revelation 12 he knoweth that he hath but a short time yeah. oh, yes. they covet fields take them by violence and houses and take them away and here it is so they oppress a man and his house even a man and his heritage. There's three things the enemy's after. Underline the word fields. He's after the harvest. I never have preached this. That's something, Brother Dow, that the Lord wanted preached here at harvest. That's the first thing he wants. He wants your harvest fields. The enemy's after the harvest. Wants to take your crops. Wants to take your life work. He wants to take all these sinners out here in this field. He wants to take the field from you. Brother Rob, he wants to take the field of northern England. Brother Dow, that field over there in Nebraska. That's your field. Brother Adams, you came out of the Philippines and now God's letting you minister to shepherds. See, that's your field. He'd like to rob that from you. You men of God, your field. They covet the harvest. And then it said they oppress a man in his house. He's not just after your harvest. He's after your home. The devil's after your home. And then this amazes me. Even a man in his heritage. Somebody better get with it because the enemy's taking our heritage. Man and his heritage. Now, if the Lord will help me, I'm going to preach for, i got three things, on when you lose your heritage. When you lose your heritage, you all just have to help me, I, I have a lot of illustrations and stories, but I don't know what they are, they're in my head. They come forth or they don't. When you lose your heritage. I was over there in England with Brother Rob and Sister Amanda. That's the land of our heritage. That's the land of our heritage. Thank you, sir. And went by, uh, went by Spurgeon's Tabernacle. Went by John Bunyan's the Pilgrim Progress. Cut the, they've cut a third of the auditorium off, put up glass, a glass wall, and opened up a coffee shop. That's the truth. Isn't that right, Brother Rob? Went to John Newton's, the author of Amazing Grace. By the way, a little side story. This might be a blessing to you. Went by John Newton's, and, and I better tell you what I'm going to tell you or i forget what I was going to tell you. And his pulpit, spiral, little spiral, what was it, seven foot tall, little spiral. And it even said, big brass plaque, John Newton's pulpit is in the corner of the nursery with toys and clutter and VBS stuff. It was laid in the corner. Am I telling it right? Propped in the corner with crafts, boxes, like church storage stuff. Let me stop and tell a little story right there. John Newton wrote Amazing Grace. And I didn't know this. Well, I would kind of heard it, but then when I saw it, it made it real. Uh, shared a backyard with William Cooper. Cowpers, how I've always said it. Coopers, how they say it. Of course, they drink hot tea in the middle of the day, too. You put milk and sugar in it. You're supposed to put milk and sugar in cornflakes. I didn't know. William Cooper, y'all know what song he wrote? There is a fountain. They wrote it in the same spot. There's a little they shared backyards. There was a time in a season that William Cowper, Cooper, struggled with a lot of mental issues, and John Newton took him in, took care of him. And and they showed us. They showed us that where William Cooper would sit in the balcony and listen to John Newton preach. And then every once in a while they'd let William Cooper preach and Newton would sit up there and listen to him. William Carey would come down the road. That's the father of modern missions. And join in with them. We were standing out there in the town square. And what's our friend's name from the missionary Been over here? Jonathan what? Huh? See why I can't say it? He come over there and standing with us. And, and I'm talking to all the preachers in the building right now. He said, what a crew. William Carey and John Newton and, and William Cooper. So, but he said, right over there. In that little green grass, there was a little Baptist preacher. There was a little Baptist church. And they'd go listen to him preach. They wanted to hear him preach. (laughs) And so that's what they like to do is go hear him preach. What was his name? I don't know. (laughs) Y'all ain't helping me. But William Carey got so overcome by the preaching they asked him to baptize him and then that's when he went down there and became a missionary. The father of modern missions. The Baptist Missionary Society. And I just want to stop and say for all you little Baptist preachers in a corner somewhere. Never got the name, never got the history plaques because the true church don't get no recognition on this side. This world is not our home. We have not yet got to where our rest is. And we have not yet got to where our reward is. But that day's coming. Be a little nervous if you got all your glory off social media. I'd be afraid it'd be over with when the last teenage girl, you know, signs off. Because that's about all that's on there and preachers who act like teenage girls. (laughs) Oh, I thought about that. A little Baptist preacher. And I wonder is he the one, and because they were all in the Anglican church. wonder is he the one that helped him preach that grace. Seventeen verses to the original Amazing Grace. Look it up. Look it up and sing them all next Sunday. Sing them a cappella. They used to have to write a hymn every Sunday with their sermon and his sermon that day John Newton Romans 5 20 but where sin abounded grace did much more abound and I can't ever think he didn't get that from the Roman Catholic Anglicans I wonder if it's right over there in that little no, we don't know his name but there was a preacher <laughs> whoo Oh, we don't know his name. But there was a preacher. <laughs> I'm about to eat this pulpit and run to the middle of town. <laughs> mm. Bless the Lord. Well, that heritage. He got his pulpit propped up in a corner. Mm. Even a man in his hair. Look at it, verse 2 that little word, oppress. I was thinking about it on the way over here. I would do a word study, but I get more out of my thoughts than I do out of the dictionary. Oppress the press, the pressure coming from opposition to oppose. Oppress, folks. We have an adversary. We have an opposition force. It's oppression. now go around the country. Spend a lot of time with a lot of pastors. And they're under an amazing oppression. Can I stop and do a little pitch to all the dear church people? Uh, you Church, you are so precious to the Lord that he gave you a pastor. I don't like the independent fundamental Baptist churches where the people serve the pastor. That ain't in the Bible. The pastor's there to serve the people. That's the Lord's flock. That's the Lord's sheep. And in this day, and, and see, God loves you so much, he said, I gave you pastors. According to his knowledge and his will, he said, I gave you pastors. If you got any sense, you'll be good to yours. If you got any Holy Spirit about you, and you ever had an ugly thought about your pastor, you to cut your tongue out and judge your children down to three generations you come against your preacher. He you don't play. In the Church, you're precious, and that's why God sent you a pastor. But how precious do you think that pastor is that's taking care of his people? Y'all ain't helping me. If you was raised to not have enough sense to know to put your tongue against a man of God, you come from a pagan bunch whether you know it or not something's wrong with your upbringing I don't care if you're his big sister you can't get away with it Miriam tried that some of y'all too familiar with your pastors Miriam was big sister she watched over him in the bulrushes when he was a baby in the ark I don't care who you are God will strike you with leprosy and that will be the compassionate judgment The original judgment was death. Moses prayed, and God just settled for seven days of leprosy. Y'all ain't helping me. He loves his people, and he gives them pastors. Bless the Lord. Brother Kelly, you're still a pastor. You don't have a church, but you have the church. But these titles mean something. I don't have a church, but I have the churches. I'm like my old black preacher friend in Jacksonville. He said, I'm bishop, author, pastor, and teacher. He may have said apostle. I'm not going quite that far. Let's look at three things, what you lose when you lose your heritage. They covet fields. Do you remember it was uh, Naboth who had that field? It was in Kings, chapter 2 or 3 or 4. It was First Kings or Second Kings. I can't do your homework for you. Read your own Bible. Naboth had that vineyard. And he was a poor man. It's all he had. And old King Ahab got to looking at it. And he wanted to buy that vineyard. And Jezebel helped him get it. But I like what Naboth said. You can't, have, you can't have my field. My father gave it to me. Mm. Mm. My old daddy, a country preacher, a simple preacher, but profound, a profound preacher. He wore his overalls to one of my camp meetings one year, and he brought an old plow. I'd ask somebody to bring a plow. And my daddy preached for 30 minutes on being happy in your field. He said, my grandpa, who I'm named after, my great-grandfather, Bob Quarrel, little man, short man, but much of a man, 11 children, had 13, buried two. Going to clear that ground, come out of the mountains of North Georgia and going to go down to the valley. He said he lost two boys to the honky-tonkers. He was getting away from them moonshiners and honky-tonkers. Let me tell you something. If you're about to lose your family, you better get somewhere where you want. People yeah. to move for a job, but they won't move for a church. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Something in there is back. Oh, yeah. yeah. That may be why I'm standing here today, because I had a great-grandfather there. who said, we got to get out of these hills, the honky-tonks and the moonshiners. done got my two yeah. oldest boys. Ain't going to get no more of them. Right. And then preachers started coming forth. Oh, yep. my. Yeah. Come down out of that field, going to clear it out going to live on bread and milk with a milk cow for two years the cow died they lived on bread and water cleared 40 acres he made a good Nashville song cleared 40 acres stumps and rocks and uh, he ended his years praying down on the back side his old knees were so bad and arthritis he couldn't but he'd go to the back side of there because that's where the barbed wire fit and he can let himself down one rung at a time and pray. My daddy said he was always happy in his field. <laughs> oh, Lord. Let me tell you something. Wherever he called you, that's the only place you're going to find joy and peace. You may live on bread and water, but you'll live. <laughs> <laughs> Better than losing your, your home. Gaining a heritage. Happy in his field. Three things you lose when you lose your heritage. Let's read down here. Now in verse 4. And everybody look at me one second. Uh, God was going to send judgment. God was going to allow the heathen to come in and take these things because they had already committed adultery in their heart against God. Did y'all get that? That's what was going on. That's why Micah was preaching. God's people were going to lose all these things because they had already had covetousness in their heart wanting the things of the world. And what they had in their heart, they are fixing to have in their house. Let me tell you, a lot of what happens to us is what we went looking for. The enemy was coveting their fields because they had been coveting their fields better be careful what direction you're facing you're going to end up over there they had been coveting what the world had now the world come in coveted what they had and god let them take it i need a little help now Mm. i'm going to stay with that old timey heritage I don't need some new Joel Osteenish, white tooth, curly haired, effeminate, charismatic spirit, mega church, drop Baptist. I appreciate them dropping Baptist off the sign and dropping church off the sign because they're not Baptist or church but I, I, I no sir give me an old timey outfit that just walking that narrow way heading to that higher ground treading water trusting God. That little fella over there. that There was a preacher there. (laughs) Give me that old-timey stuff. That heritage. Three things you lose when you lose your heritage. Number one is in verse 5. Therefore, y'all in Micah 2, verse 5, thou shalt have none that shall cast a cord by lot in the congregation of the Lord. I had to do me a word study because there's too many big words right in a row. I didn't know... It throwed me. <laughs> and I found out, hey, look at me one second, and then we'll go back and look at this verse. When you lose your heritage, you're not going to have anybody down there at the sanctuary that can tell you where the lines are. Right. Well, for you. You're not going to have anybody that can cast a cord by lot. Right. That meant the men who had the record books, the men who knew where the property lines, the men who knew what the uh-huh. heritage was. Right. I wrote this down. At some point in time, me or somebody did. I'm pretty sure I wrote that down. Thou shalt have none that shall cast a court. There'll be none to determine the boundaries. There'll be none that can stretch a measuring line. There'll be no old timers down there at the sanctuary to tell you where the lines are. Brother, you talk about blurring and blending me and you live in an hour where they have blurred and blended until they don't know if a man is a woman or a woman is a man. Brother, there's too much blending and blurring. There was a thing in the airport walked by me today. day. Six foot three of him acting like a herd. i was like, what? what get, oh. Didn't know if to smack it, shoot it, trip it, or run away from it reached in my briefcase and pulled out my sledgehammer in my mind. (laughs) Blurring and blending all across this country. It's on the church sign. Traditional service at 10. Contemporary service at 11. Early service is usually the contemporary. Wear your shorts and go on and meet you at the lake after a while. Going to the game, going to the lake. I've got news for you. Brethren, if you lose your heritage, there'll be nobody left to show you where the lines are. There'll be nobody to show you which Bible to use. There'll be nobody that won't show you where the Bible lines are, where the doctrinal lines are. There'll be nobody there to show you where the standard line, the holiness line, the lines that Christ left us, the lines the apostle left us? There'll be nobody to tell you where the lines are. don't know if y'all need this as much as other parts of the country. There'll be nobody left to show you where the lines are. Thank God I had a heritage. I had some old-timey men of God in my life. I sat under Joe Parsons' recordings for ten years. He showed me where the grace of God was. I sat under Percy Ray's preaching for ten years by way of recordings. He showed me where the judgment of God was. I'm glad there were some men in my early years who knew where the lines were. Nobody's been down there to cast a cord by a lot. Mm. Nobody can show you where your property is. What belongs to us? What's that verse said? up? Mean? Remove not the ancient landmark, which thy fathers have set. I believe that's the quote. You know, there were markers, there were boulders. Do you know a man could steal from his neighbor by in the middle of the night going out there and moving that boulder a couple right. of inches? Right. Yep. Do that for a couple of years. After a while, the things plumb over there. Right. Encroaching upon your neighbors by stretching the line. Yeah. Thank God there's some old timers that can pop a line and show you where it is. Thank God there's some old-timers that can go pull up in the record books, bring the books out and show you where the lines Amen. are. Amen. Mm. Oh, my. First time I went to Oklahoma, my brother Brian Pritchett, you all put me down there in that canyon. They put me in a canyon in a state park. He said, watch out down there for the 13th hole. 13th hole of all things. said, so there'd be a dozen rattlesnakes down there every morning and every evening getting their sun. i <laughs> like, do they use like tannin oil or what are they doing out there? <laughs> I remember reading an old story coming out of the Indians in Arizona, staying above the snake line. You get high enough on that canyon, they had a little trail, and they said, boy, it's high up here. A little treacherous said, yeah, but below this line is where all the serpents are. It's where the snakes are, staying above the snake line. Number two. Come down to verse eight. You're going to see the men are stripped of their robes. In verse nine, the women are cast out from their pleasant houses. And at the end of verse nine, from their children, have you taken away my glory forever? When you lose your hair, it is not only will there be nobody left to tell you where the lines are, there will be nobody left to tell you where the life is. The enemy robbed them of their life. Look in verse 8. It's, it's Even of late my people is risen up as an enemy. You pull off the robe with the garment from them that pass by securely as men averse from war. In other words, good men just headed to the house in the evening and not men at war, but just good men living their daily life and you rise up and strip the men of what they have. The second thing is the women have been cast out of their pleasant houses. And the third thing from my children, have you taken away? What does it say? From their children have you taken away my glory forever. Now folks, you want to talk about, it can't get any worse than that. When they have stripped the men of what they have and stripped the women from their pleasant houses and taken the glory from the children. There'd be nobody left to tell you what the life that god intended was i wrote down ichabod in my wide margin what they name that boy that mama had to name him ichabod he was born in an hour when they lost the battle they lost the battle because there was seeing at the church Eli, the priest, had sat down on the job, wouldn't deal with his two sons in the door as they slept with women and, and profaned the sacred things. And then that thing transpired on until God allowed the enemy to come in and brother, O Eli fell off, killed him. They took the ark. That's what they took that day. They took the ark of the covenant. She named her boy Ichabod. The glory is departed. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. When we walk through England, and I've seen the land of our heritage, and I've seen what it's not anymore, and I come back, and brother, we are so close, and you you mark her down. She's a-coming. She's a-coming. We're liable to lose our nation. We're liable to lose our freedom. It's liable to actually happen. America's liable to be overthrown. <laughs> but whether or not America's overthrown, our churches are fixing to be taken over. The men will have their glory and their robes and their, and their manhood and their, and their livelihood, everything stripped from them. And the women will be taken out of their pleasant. I like that word Pleasant what about that woman over there and Paul writing to me she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth thank God for some godly women who find their pleasure in the Lord at his right hand are pleasures forevermore spiritual pleasure not want to be ugly to you but I hope you ain't one of these women running around town half the morning in your yoga pants good night oxygen covers more than those things help me now what kind of hour are we in you know David wouldn't have never seen Bathsheba if she'd have kept her clothes on outside y'all ain't helping me David should have been in the battle she should have been in the bedroom don't care if it's a rooftop civilization or not you don't take a bath outside where men are standing on the balcony but we're naked in this nation We're exposed. We're vulnerable. Pleasant houses. Oh, dear ladies, I've got news for you. If you'll be what God made you to be, everything else is a lie from hell. It's a lie. It's a lie. What he promised Eve and what he's promising you, it's a lie. We need some old timey godly women. The men are just coming by, he said. They're not at war. They were at work. Somebody's risen up and robbed them. The women are robbed. The women have been taken out of their pleasant houses. Adams, I looked at your bride standing up here. Couldn't even hardly sing tonight. She's so choked up with joy and with glory. That's pleasant. That's a blessing. That's a joy, brother Dale. I think it was last year your precious bride over here, and she took a shouting spell for fifteen minutes yeah. in the glory of God. Oh, the devil lied to Eve, and he's lying to you girls, right. <laughs> brother Rudd. To see your wife and daughter, and we're praying for that other, and you better believe it. See him over there, Bryce. Boy, didn't he do good. One of you girls better hurry. Now, that's going once, going twice. Going once, going twice. Somebody grab Brother Bryce. Buy me an ice cream later, Bryce. That was free right there, son. You ain't got a girlfriend, do you? Do you? No, okay. Girls, serious business. You get them at camp meeting. That's where you get a husband. Get them at camp meeting. You've got a whole row of them back here, Brother Dow. Just close your eyes and grab one of them. That's it right there. It'll work out. God will help you. Thank God. Women in their pleasant houses. Don't you know what God gave you? Everything else is a lie you're going to wind up down there at that haircutting place with them women in their fourth divorce. Pardon me for a moment, a bunch of butchers and a bunch of bosses. If you think they're happy, you need to go look at this world one more time and see why they're doing all kind of crazy stuff they can't find. What God made them, honey, what God made It's pleasant. It's pleasant. devil's lying to you. Children glory taken from them oh my Ichabod Ichabod it's an hour when the glory has been taken they, they carried that ark out I heard Mays Jackson years ago preach on four things that they lost in that chapter in Samuel this first or second Samuel it's either chapter 2, 3 or 4 I can't do your homework for you read your own Bible when they lost that ark Lost the battle. Brother Mays Jackson said they lost a shout. They lost the glory, the ark, and they lost the kingdom. Brother, what are we doing in here? This is part of our heritage. I'm a believer in camp meeting. First one was 1800, Cane Ridge, Kentucky. First one on record. Our friend from South Carolina, he he claimed there might have been some before that. She was turned. Somebody said, well, I went to a Bible college and they taught me to not shout. Well, I went to the altar and got saved and the Holy Ghost taught me to shout. Amen. I don't know about that camp meeting crowd. They're borderline Pentecostal. That's funny. I grew up around this. And all them old-time Holy Ghost, Blood of Calvary, King James, Bible Camp Meeting, Glory Preachers, they ain't two of them went contemporary. But 10,000 of the formal boys, Bible College boys, they're going left and right. We're losing all of them. There's a loud suction sound, Ross Perot. In, and it's all of our formal independent bus route, Bible College, independence, old-winning, fundamental, all going contemporary but one or two. They mocked the Holy Ghost so much that they accepted that other spirit the moment that they needed something to get more numbers. Right. you ain't helping me. Right. 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 Tell me how they can go from independent, fundamental, formal soul winning and make a leap right over into contemporary foolishness. I'll tell you why they're driven by one philosophy. We've got to get a bunch of numbers. They never had the glory, and that's why they entered into that junk. They wouldn't know one from the other. Another spirit, another gospel, another Jesus. Now, what are we doing in here? This is our heritage. These little youngins around here. Getting on the altars. What about a church where you can go to the altars, not seven altar workers tackle you down there and get you to sign papers, run you off to the side room, talk and listen to their self-talk for an hour. Right. Holy Ghost saves people at the altar, not in some silly woman Amen. talking for 45 minutes in a side room. Right. Don't need to hear your voice. They done heard his voice. Amen. <laughs> Amen. There's a time and a place you got to join yourself to a chariot. Understand this thou what thou readest. How can I accept some man should guide me? But when the man got done guiding him, he pulled over and got on his knees and got Amen. saved. Amen. That glory. Oh, thank you, Brother Henderson. Thank you, Brother Langston. Thank you, these men, Brother Dowell, you western pastors out here. There's a little, there's some little grass fires starting some little wildfires starting. There's some little prairie fires starting. Mm. I'm going to go to my third point and dismiss whenever I feel like it. <laughs> that was mean. I've been on the airplane all day. I'm normally not mean except for every ten minutes. There's some old-fashioned preachers moving into Virginia. Virginia got skipped. The Great Awakening was up in Massachusetts. Then the next one was after the Civil War. It is down south. Virginia got skipped because she killed a bunch of Baptist preachers in the 1600s. She's got preacher blood in the soil. Let me tell you something. You come against God's man, your blood will be in the soil. Right. Crying out against you. Yes, sir. Virginia got skipped. That's why their big Bible college is one for lawyers, not for preachers. I'm sorry, but Jerry Falwell, he took a real turn there. He was a preacher. He was a preacher. He was a preacher until he was a politician. I think that day he invited all the homosexuals up there and trying to show everybody he loved them. The day he invited them in there and embraced them, holy ghost. Now you look at number two and look at number three. I drive through there about twice a year. Roll my window down and tell them everything I'm thinking. I don't slow down. That's a true story. I have several disorders. I refuse to medicate anything. I roll my window down and holler at them all the verses. Talks about lawyers. Read your Bible, people. How many lawyer verses in there you got that are positive? Y'all ain't helping me. How many lawyer verses your gospel's got that's very negative? Y'all ain't helping me. Read your own Bible. <laughs> How do you cut the preachers' heads off? You attack the men of God. They killed Baptist preachers in Virginia in the 1600s, and they got skipped when it came to revival. Yeah. Thing went from Connecticut and Massachusetts and went on down to the Carolinas. I spent the last two weeks in the Carolinas in a two-week meeting, and a different choir come every night. Wish you could have seen that heritage. Mm. That heritage. Mm. Now, old-fashioned, I know six men that went to Virginia, and they're fanning the flames of old-time religion. By the way, Virginia's got some of the most decent Christians I know. Honorable, upright, Citizen of the year. Great Christians, dead churches. I'm watching it in Virginia. You know where else I'm seeing it about to run? I'm seeing it out in the West. God. And half a dozen of you men in here are what I'm talking about. Men that are starting to let a little fire. Oh I wonder if the Lord's going to send revival to places that have not had it right before the second coming. One more visitation. Why would he send a Chris Hanks to Colorado, Stephen Henry's And I could start naming you men. What are you doing here? Men who have told the Bible colleges, "Uh, sorry, we've unseen what y'all really are. I need that Holy Ghost fire. Mm. Heritage I can't help but tell them When I get to the other side of the Mississippi That's the last baptism y'all had was the Mississippi for The reason all them brighters focus on water baptism They ain't never had a Holy Ghost baptism they gotta, they gotta settle for the symbol Never had the substance Y'all ain't helping me A Heritage heritage thank God we got a heritage it started at Calvary I'm sticking with the old-timey stuff see that piano youngins see that organ that's old-timey ain't no band up here bands operate in nightclubs Bands operate in nightclubs. right. It's twice the Lord brought something to mind. I'm going to, have to tell you about it. I got somewhere three years ago, and I got to preaching. The Holy Ghost reared up in me, was spitting sixteen penny nails everywhere, machine gun, rapid fire. I scared myself. I was mad at me for preaching so hard. While well, I was preaching, I didn't even wait till after church to get upset at myself. I got upset at them all. What in the world? Good night. Where's this coming from? I had honey on my biscuits. Had a good nap. Got a cup of coffee. Watched Judge Judy. What? I mean, it's been a great day. Where's this coming from? And they were sweet people. Sweet. By the way, since when did that start justifying anything for you? Well, they're so nice. Honey, the devil, if you'd sit down with him for a minute, he'd be so nice to you. I actually had a preacher tell me, if you just spent 10 minutes with that man, you'd like him. And I said, I I bet if you could get an audience with the Pope, they'd bring in dessert and coffee and grape juice. It might be a little strong, but Catholics and... I said, sir, the Pope and his staff would be so nice. To, when is that the gauge for anything? These were sweet people. And there I was. Blood and guts of her gallbladder. Hanging out. Entrails. <laughs> That's not a word you hear every night in church. I like that I said it. They were just there. Uh, one month ago, I found out why God had me preach that way. And I've got to be careful, Pastor, there's children here. It's going be hard to tell this story. Because it's a rated story. That church, I watched it go from old-fashioned to contemporary. They kept running pastors off, and then one particular family kept getting more powerful until they had the whole platform. And then they got a, uh, a woman choir leader, and a woman song leader, and then the woman started moderating and doing the announcements. And all. And then I found out one month ago what that church had turned into. It was a certain club. There's children in here. It was a certain club where you forget who you was married to? That's what it turned into. They were advertising. The congregation was growing. It's growing a lot of young families. Now, that's not hearsay. Evidence, evidence, evidence. They weren't even trying to cover And One old slimy boy, in particular, used to operate in the glory and the power of God. He is raised right. Let me tell you how far they went. His 21-year-old daughter got married. He went and got her and her husband. You say, how does that happen? It's when the enemy comes oh, in yeah. and takes your heritage. Now, I was preaching for a dear pastor. He came to all of them. He told me and he showed me. And I said, don't show me no. I don't, let's, let's just, I'll just hear you. And they're flat out, full blown. How does a church turn into a certain club? I'll tell you how it happens. It's when you lose your. Let me tell you something. Anybody I've ever seen. Watch this now. When men, when families, when there's rebellion in the church, a lot of times there is a certain there's fleshly sin in people's lives. There is fleshly sin in people's lives. It'll give you such a reprobate mind, you'll attack everything that is trying to pull you out of hell. You won't mind tearing your church up? and Your church is the only thing that will save your children. I ignored it the first time Holy Ghost brought it to my mind. I said, I don't want to talk about that. He brought it up the second time. And he told me, you don't tell me what we're talking about more. I had a little conversation up here seven minutes ago and y'all missed it. (laughs) Oh, I got news for you. It won't take much. The enemy's after your houses. He's after your home. He's after your heritage. I'm not on my third point yet. I'm keeping our heritage. Your music changes. Your mood changes. And and you liable to turn your church into a club. like a piano and an organ that's Calvary that's Pentecost that's Jesus that's the work of Jesus it's the work of the Holy Ghost whoever made that a tradition see some of these things are good they came from the Lord y'all are looking at me come up here and look at this not right now but after church there's a harp And in the Old Testament, it was upright. And men had their hands on it. I said in the Old Testament, men were directly, Caleb, you getting it? I heard that Caleb chuckle. He's getting it. Men had their hands on it, and they plucked it. But in the New Testament, somebody laid it down and struck it with hammers. (laughs) There's little hammers in there. There's little hammers in there. That harp laid down is struck with hammers in the new, and the real organs. There's wind blowing through empty vessels. There's wind. There's wind being blown through pipes through hollow vessels that have broken. That have broken. Vessels. In the broken places or the open places is where that escapes and it makes a beautiful sound. Y'all ain't helping me. Mm. Mm. Somebody say, well, I don't like all that singing. It's emotionalism. See if you like standing behind my car when I back out because I'm going to punch it. I've even got a mirror in there. I'll see it's you. I'll punch it hard. What else you don't like me That's funny. People that don't like that kind of music, you go see what kind of music they do like. People won't let you get excited in church over the things of God. Be standing there when their boss gives them the Christmas bonus. And then just ask them, hmm, money, money excites you, huh? But not the Lord. Interesting. I'm keeping that old heritage. Keeping that old heritage here's the last one of the night y'all been here since four this morning i will let you go when you lose your heritage there's no one to tell you where the lines are there's no one to tell you what the life is your children will lose their glory your women will lose their houses your men will lose they'll be robbed and stripped and then the Lord said in verse 11 I'll give you a preacher If a man walking in the spirit and falsehood do lie, saying, I will prophesy unto thee of wine and of strong drink, he shall even be the prophet of this people. Mm. In other words, a lying drunk prophet comes stumbling along and says, hey, y'all, let's all just get drunk. The Lord said, that man, since you didn't want your pastor, that man your preacher I believe I started the sermon telling you that God loves you so he gave you pastors what about hey y'all we're seeing this all across America a bunch of fornicating drunkard lying rascals you're right God said here's part of your judgment that kind of man's going to be your preacher when you lose your heritage there's no one to tell you where the line is there's no one to tell you what the life is and there's no one to tell you what the lie is you'll swallow and believe a lie I just left South Carolina got that new spring is that it Brother quickly is it new spring they run fifteen thousand right there. They can look across the way and see Clemson. And then they have, they have satellite churches everywhere. And their preacher at they had to go the other year, a couple of years ago. Stayed drunk on whiskey. I saw it with my own eyes, or I wouldn't believe it. They was running an ad for their church. Guys with crazy hair. T-shirt and skinny jeans with holes in them and jewelry that Mr. T would have really enjoyed. Which, I mean, Mr. T was he was a pretty good guy. I'm not preaching against Mr. T, let's be clear. And he said, come on, and he said, a free set, you can look this up for yourself, free set of steak knives. Come and be baptized this month. Free set of steak knives and a free t-shirt. And he said, if you don't like What Jesus gives you, it'll take a full refund. Go look it up. And he was the whiskey drunk thing that they finally asked to step down. Go on over here to your mega church. Here in a little while you're going to find out how much flesh is in the building. Had a friend of mine went that direction about three years later. He said, I need some help. Somebody coming. We don't have any money coming in. Somebody in. Nobody tithes. Well, of course they don't tithe. You don't have any Christians in your church. Right. Yeah. There'll be nobody to tell you what the lie is. A man will come in there walking in the smallest spirit and a falsehood, and he'll lie, right. and he'll preach to you about what all you can do. Let's all get drunk. That's his message. And the Lord says, that man is going to be your pastor because you didn't like the one I gave you. Jesus came feasting. John came fasting. And they didn't like either one. You can't please some folk. They just don't want God. You offer them a celebration or offer them a monastery out in the woods where you... Beat yourself and, and, and abuse yourself. I'll tell you something, you can offer, pe- offer people a feast or a fast. A hard preacher or a sweet preacher. They said, we don't want either one. He said, we piped unto you, we mourned unto you. The children had little games. One of the games was a wedding game. The other one was a funeral game. Did you know that you can preach on heaven? And if they don't want to repent of their sin, they're not going to get saved. Do you know you can preach on hell? And you ain't going to scare them into it. Y'all ain't helping me. He used that in that same scripture. He said, the children, we have have piped and we have mourned. We offer you a celebration. We're going to heaven. There's a wedding. We're going to be reconciled with God. Don't you want to go to heaven with the Lord? And in the same bunch, You don't want to go to hell, do you? You don't want to suffer and burn for eternity. He said, I'm offering you both. You didn't want either one. I'm going to tell you all something. I'll take all of it. I'm glad I ain't going to hell, and I sure am glad I'm going to heaven. And I can have everything God gave me, and my wife have a pleasant house, and my children operate in the glory. Brother Langston, I was watching your little boy come down and pray when these three little fellers came. Looked like the, looked like the three stooges down here. Or what's the three li, the little, the little rascals. Actually, that's what I was thinking, I wasn't thinking stooges. I was thinking the little rascals. Your boy he carries himself just like you. Patting that other boy on the back. Piled up down in here. Mm. they hang around on all the altar that glory is liable to get on them mm. I'd hate to know some monster of a rascal turned my church into a certain club and I didn't have enough sense to know what was happening under my own nose you're not going to know what the lie is I heard a dual preacher say that the judgment for rejecting the truth is God will send you a lie. He said, how come Rahab the harlot didn't get in trouble for lying because of who she lied to? She lied to the same bunch that God's going to send a lie to. People out to kill the gospel. Y'all supposed to be running ahead of me. Two men came and knocked on her door and said, Our king is coming with a big army. <laughs> do you want to be on our side or the other side? Well, <laughs> oh, there's a right way to do door knocking. You better believe it. Because yes, oh, yeah. I mentioned some of that stuff wrong with that crowd. There's still some right things to do. I said, Two men came to her door. and said, There's a large army coming here in a little bit. And she said, I have done heard it. I believe. Then came the enemy to kill those men. She hid them under flax. Y'all know what flax is? Me neither, so I just call it quilts and blanket. I don't know. I would study it, but I'm not that interested. Stuck them under flax. Y'all keep some good flax around. You may need to be able to hide God's men when they come by. Just put me under some flax. Don't give me no flack. That's a different word. Silas, different word. Different word, sir. Different word. Don't give me no flak. Put me under some flax. She put them under that flak and she sat on them. And they said, Where did they go? She said, They went that way right there, there. there. And go fast. They've been gone a while. And they were trucking at Them camels were smoking. Did I just say camels and smoking? She wasn't sanctified yet. She'd only been saved an afternoon. Them camels were smoking. Maybe that's what flax is. That's a North Carolina thing in the tobacco house. Hanging that flax out there, Dowell. Dowell's been in the flax again. And God put her in the hall of faith. And he says she deceived him. He bragged on her for it. Boy, that wouldn't work in your average soul winning program. Now make sure these men don't get saved. <laughs> How does that fit? Never had that part in the course, did you? Ooh, y'all better not mess with God. He ain't playing games. He'll send you a man in the spirit and falsehood drunk And he'll preach to you about what all you can get away with. That's what they're preaching. We can do this. We can do strong drinking wine is my message. I'm glad I had some old-fashioned men that kicked kicked the pulpit and tore up the altars and run down through the middle of the pews and screamed about sin. They didn't tell me what all I could do. They told me what all that would put me in hell. Thank God for that. You're going to fool around and God will give you a preacher and you won't even be able to tell where the lie is. Mm. We're here because we have a heritage.